here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Presidential Records Act, this is very important, you're going to know more than anybody else by the time I'm done. Presidential Records Act, it's an amazing thing, you being here, this show, 6 to 9 p.m., and we have all kinds of sports events, and playoffs, and all the rest of it. Dinner and so forth. And I'll get into these heavy issues, and you still show up. That's to your great credit. I'm not hearing very well in my uh, headphones, Mr. Producer, despite my messing around with these, these knobs here. In any event, the Presidential Records Act of 1978, Congress passed this law... And Jimmy Carter signed it into law because they decided that presidential records shouldn't belong to a president on the way out the door. That they were too important. This is the first time in history they made this decision. And they applied it in 1981 forward. So it's really only been on the books for a little over 40 years and it's really only been relevant for the last 40 years or so. They, uh, they made an arrangement where Richard Nixon did the government and paid him several million dollars for his records, for his papers. But before then, a president could take anything a president wanted to with him or her, including classified information. I want... Bill Barr and some of my colleagues, and I don't say this to be rude, I say this to debate them. Andy McCarthy, even Jonathan Turley has been superb. Why is it that no president has been prosecuted for violating the espionage since 1917, despite the fact that there was no Presidential Records Act enforced until 1981 and one didn't pass until 1978? That is... 
a president taking classified information with them. Why weren't they prosecuted under Section 793E? That prohibits, among other things, willfully retaining national defense information and failing to deliver it to a proper official. What happened? It was never viewed applicable to a president. The espionage was never viewed as applicable to a president or a former president, which is why I posted that last week. Let me repeat it so the backbenchers and legal analysts can repeat everything I've been saying, which they're trying to. I said Donald Trump, if he's found guilty of one charge, would spend the rest of his life in prison and die there. I said that on Hannity, and that's been regurgitated. But let me continue with this point. Why is it that no former president even before there was a 1978 Presidential Records Act, which took effect in 1981, why is it that no president from 1971 to 1981 was ever charged with violating the Espionage Act for retaining national defense information? Because it was never imagined, not even dreamed of, that an anti-spy statute would apply to a former president. That's number one. Isn't it interesting you haven't heard that despite all these days of comment on this? And what really kills me is they bring people on with no constitutional background or historic background, whatever. Commentators, analysts who just spew their stupidity. And then they bring lawyers on who have very little constitutional knowledge, who spew their idiocy because they're former federal prosecutors. And then we have constitutional lawyers that come on who don't know what the hell they're talking about. It's amazing. It's amazing. So all of a sudden, they found the Espionage Act, and only Donald Trump, you see, ever took a single sentence of national defense information with him. Never before. Well, how do we know that? We don't. In fact, we can prove the opposite. There are parts of presidential libraries, to my knowledge, all of them, but maybe just some, but to my knowledge, all of them, that are considered off-grounds for the general public. We have to get permission to go into certain parts of the library. And read certain files. What does that mean? How did that happen? Anyway. So this Presidential Records Act is passed in 1978. It goes into effect 1981. It starts being applied to the Reagan administration forward. Now here's some relevant parts of this law that people throw around that you may not be aware of. But I want you to be aware of it. All weekend long. All the yammering going on. You know, I only had 30 minutes. I wish I had two hours. I could have explained it. But here we are on radio, which serves an important purpose. It establishes public ownership of all presidential records and defines the term 
presidential records for the first time requires that vice presidential records be treated in the same way as presidential records for the first time. Places responsibility for the custody and management of incumbent presidential records. Ready for this one? With the president. Requires that the president and his staff take all practical steps to file personal records separately from presidential records. Remember, the assumption before this was that these records were the property of the, of the outgoing president. Allows the incumbent president to dispose of records and no longer have administrative, historical information and evidentiary value once the views of the archivist of the United States on the proposed disposal has been obtained in writing. That's not relevant here, but what's interesting is even if the archivist disagrees, the president can still destroy them. Establishes in law that any incumbent president records, whether textual or electronic, held on courtesy storage by the archivist, remain in the exclusive legal custody of the president, and that any request or order for access to such records must be made to the president, not to the National Archives. No wonder Jack the Ripper Smith did not cite the Presidential Records Act in his 49 pages of indictments. It establishes that presidential records automatically transfer into the custody of the archivist as soon as the president leaves office. Establishes a process by which the president may restrict and the public may obtain access to these records after the president leaves office, specifically, the PRA allows for public access to presidential records through the Freedom of Information Act beginning five years after the end of the administration, which, of course, had not occurred, but allows the president to invoke as many as six specific restrictions to public access for up to 12 years. codifies the process by which former and incumbent presidents conduct reviews for executive privilege prior to public release of records by the National Archives, establishes procedures for Congress, courts, and subsequent administrations to obtain, quote-unquote, special access to records from the National Archives that remain closed to the public following a privilege review period for the former and incumbent presidents. You see the control that a former president has over his documents. The procedures governing such special access require, requests continue to be governed by, doesn't matter, establishes preservation requirements for official business conducted using non-official electronic messaging accounts. Any individual creating presidential records must not use non-official electronic messaging accounts, that would be like Hillary, unless that individual copies an official account as the message is created or forwards a complete copy of the record to an official messaging account. This is why Hillary Clinton had the private server in her home for the specific reason of violating the Presidential Records Act and getting around it. Prevents an individual is being convicted of a crime. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. 
So President Trump has a dispute with the archives. They say, wait a minute, he took a whole bunch of boxes. And they even contain classified information. So what? So what? Well, those records belong to us. Well, the president has a period of time to review those records and make his own determination. That's what it says. But what about classified information? It doesn't say anything about that. doesn't even make a distinction about it. So how do you square the Presidential Records Act of 1978 with the Espionage Act of 1917? You don't. Because the Espionage Act of 1917 was never intended to apply to a former president. There's nothing, and I looked, nothing in the original legislative record that supports what's being done today. There's nothing in any of the amendments that imply this. Nothing. You can't really square the two statutes. And yet one was passed in 1978. And became applicable in 1981. And not a single former president. From 1917. Again for the third time. I want the backbenchers to regurgitate this. From 1917. To 1981. Has ever been charged. Ever been charged. Under the Espionage Act period. But under the specific section. That is laced throughout the indictment. Section 793E. Because this is the most muddy exception. It's the one they cling to. That prohibits willfully retaining national defense information and failing to deliver it to the proper official. Now this further demonstrates to you and should how outrageous it was to get a warrant. How outrageous it was to have an armed FBI SWAT team Sent to the president's home in Florida. There still were many years available to have these negotiations. About what should and should not be. Considered presidential or not presidential or whatever. Five years. Five years. But the archives went to the Department of Justice. Probably for the first time ever. And the Department of Justice couldn't wait to sharpen its teeth. Bill Clinton had tapes in his socks drawer when he left the presidency. Those tapes were a Aggregate of a number of interviews he did with reporters, I guess, and others about his presidency. And Judicial Watch sued under the Freedom of Information Act and asked Judge Jackson, an Obama appointee in Washington, D.C., who is a horrific judge. Please direct the archives to get those tapes And we want copies of them. Judge Jackson looked at the Presidential Records Act 
Not the Espionage Act. The Presidential Records Act. What'd you say? All right, Mr. Producer says I have to go. I want to finish this. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. I want to be very, very clear about this. Under the Presidential Records Act, in the first instance, the records are with the president. Unless the president gives them all to... The archives. But there's a period of time the president can take to go through the documents and make his own decisions. He's in no hurry to do it. At no time has there ever been a criminal potential that hangs over the president's head. At no time. It assumes that the records, while not personally the president's, are under his control. The responsibility for the custody and management of incumbent presidential records with the president. So he has boxes and he moves them around. Well, we had a subpoena for the... Those subpoenas were illegitimate. I'm going to get into this in much more detail. Stick with me. I'll be right back. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Where Americans meet to defend liberty and defeat tyranny. Call the Mark Levin Show now at 877-381-3811. Judge Jackson ruled in 2012 
federal district judge appointed by Obama, under the statutory scheme established by the Presidential Records Act, the decision to segregate personal materials, and I read that part of the statute to you, from presidential records is made by the president. I'm quoting her, by the president's term, and it is sole discretion. Jackson wrote in her March 2012 decision, and they didn't appeal it either. Since the president is completely entrusted with the management and even the disposal of presidential records during his time in office, it would be difficult for this court to conclude that Congress intended that he would have less authority to do what he pleases with what he considers to be his personal record, she added. And the judge noted a president could destroy any record he wanted during his tenure, and his only responsibility was to inform the archives. Jackson also concluded that a decision to challenge a president's decision lies solely with the National Archives and cannot be reviewed by a court. If the archives wants to challenge a decision, that agency and the attorney general can initiate an enforcement mechanism under the law, but it is a civil procedure and has no criminal penalty. On the classification issue, both President George W. Bush and Barack Obama signed executive orders, which remain in force to this day, declaring that presidents have sweeping authority to declassify secrets and do not have to follow the mandatory uh, declassification procedures all other government officials do. Why? Because he's the president. He's the only one mentioned in the Constitution. They don't mention all the uh, all the little runaround types, all the layers of bureaucracy, because there weren't any. There weren't any. So when Bill Barr says if he's found guilty of half these charges, he's toast. What Bill Barr should have said if he was actually educated and informed about these issues was... First of all, the government's going to have to get through a number of motions that are going to be filed challenging this, since no pres- former president was ever charged with removing or even holding classified information or any other information from 1917 when the Espionage Act was passed to 1981 when the Presidential Records Act takes force uh, in lieu of any conceivable application of the Espionage Act. That's number one. Number two, he should have carefully walked the audience through the Presidential Records Act, which he did not do, because he's in Trump hate mode. And I would discourage using him as a, as a guest, because he's thoroughly uninformed or utterly dishonest about what he's saying. Number three, Presidential Records Act gives a president enormous power because prior to the Presidential Records Act, he owned all this stuff. But Mark, the government produced, didn't matter. The president would take these things with him. They'd have these presidential libraries and they would segregate classified information from other information at the president's behest. And even here, they're saying it's at the president's behest under the Presidential Records Act, right? Responsibility for the custody and management of incumbent presidential records is with the president. Requires the president and his staff to take all practical steps to file personal records separately from presidential records. Establishes in law that any incumbent presidential records 
whether textual or electronic, held on courtesy storage by the archivist, remain in the exclusive legal custody of the president, and that any request or order for access to such records must be made to the president, not the archives. See, you're, they're, they're even building a distinction about the power that he has. And he, the records are to be automatically transferred into legal custody of the archivist as soon as the president leaves office. But the president has control over them. The president, the former president, he can restrict access to the records. He can restrict public access to the records. He can restrict the current president from having access to the records. He can restrict the current government from having access to the records, with a few exceptions, which are inapplicable here. Inapplicable here. If Congress, the courts, subsequent administrations want to obtain special access to the records from the National Archives, even though they remain the president's records, even though they remain the president's records. They have to be a review governing such special access requests. A review by the former president. Establishes preservation requirements for official business conducted using non-official electronic messaging accounts. And that's where Hillary got all gummed up. But you understand. So there are very clear issues here and some ambiguity here. But to go to court and get a warrant and for the judge to be so ignorant about the Presidential Records Act. Because the other side doesn't have to be there necessarily with aspects of this. And then to do a SWAT team seizure of all the records. Because they found that boxes were being moved. Even though they subpoenaed the records. You have to roll it back. Under what authority did they subpoena the records? The Espionage Act. Well, the Espionage Act doesn't apply to this. The Presidential Records Act applies. And you don't get a search warrant. You can bring a civil matter to a court to try and gain the records. You don't criminalize it. And then from criminalizing, you see, we get the obstruction issues and the conspiracy to obstruct and all the rest of it. And the hundreds of years in prison that Trump is facing. If you're a careful... Remember, this guy got in trouble with the Supreme Court in an 8-0 to decision. One had to recuse. In the Bob McDonald case, I keep bringing it up and bringing it up and bringing it up. In Virginia. He was reversed by 8-0. to a trial jury refused to convict John Edwards. I keep bringing it up and bringing it up and bringing it up based on this guy's charges. Why? Well, in the case of Bob McDonald, they took an ethics law and stretched it. And the jury went for it and the appellate court went for it. But the Supreme Court said, wait a minute, you have to have notification. You have to do process. That's not what the statute says. Eight to zero. And threw it out. And he did the same thing with an election law 
the federal election law in North Carolina when he argued that the money that donors gave to him specifically to put up his his girlfriend in an apartment and so forth was an illegal contribution. Why? Well, it's the same thing the idiot Manhattan's doing. Well, he did it to cover up the fact that he had an affair and that his, his girlfriend was pregnant. Therefore, it was a contribution to his campaign. And the trial jury said, we're not buying that. There's no contribution to his campaign. And he lost that. And here, he's taking the Espionage Act and absolutely pulling it in one direction and another so it's unrecognizable and utterly and completely ignores the Presidential Records Act. Now, I guarantee you Trump's lawyers will bring this up, but they shouldn't have to. The court that ordered the search and accepted the warrant the court should have brought it up. When the special counsel went to the attorney general and said, we're going to charge Donald Trump with 37 counts, the attorney general should have brought it up. And the former attorney general of the United States, who keeps going on TV and making an ass out of himself, because he's utterly ignorant when it comes to this, and all the others who are commenting on this, for the most part, who do not reference the Presidential Records Act and do not reference the fact that the Espionage Act has never applied to a former president. Well, you know, this is the first one to take classified information. That is impossible because we already know that that's impossible. But even if they did, it doesn't matter. These two laws cannot be squared. The criminalization of this, or the Espionage Act, when the Presidential Records Act specifically does not provide for criminal penalties because it applies to a former president who used to be able to take all the records with them and the hell with anybody else. The Presidential Records Act, which was very carefully drawn up, to ensure that the president, the former president, both, would have significant authority. They'd never contemplated the use of the Espionage Act with respect to classified information. Never. And then this happens. Why? Because you have an administration and a prosecutor were looking to do exactly what they did. Just as they will in Atlanta, Georgia, we have another Democrat, a Democrat DA, who will, among other things, I predict, it's pretty obvious, actually, bring charges about a, trying to obstruct the transfer of power and violate the, the Georgia election processes because of so-called fake electors. There's no such thing as fake electors. You send your own set of electors because the election's close and you're not sure what Congress will do. Whether they'll count your electors or the other party's electors. It was done in Hawaii in 1960, as the Federalists pointed out. It's not a crime. Unless, of course, your goal is to criminalize everything. 
And then I want to add this. If I'm wrong, which I'm not, but let's play around. If I'm wrong, then Mike Pence must be charged with the same 793 violation, 793E, of the Espionage Act. Well, he only had one document. doesn't say you have to have two or 2,000. He must be charged with a crime. And if I'm wrong, Joe Biden must be charged with multiple crimes under the Espionage Act, under 793E. He must. Although there is a correct argument made that you can't indict a sitting president. That's secondary. That's beside the point. Because the special counsel still can write a report if the special counsel ever gets to work, Mr. Her, H-U-R. But the fact of the matter is, Pence should be charged, Biden should be charged, Hillary should have been charged. You get my point. That's why the Espionage was, Act was never intended to be used this way. Never, ever. And that's the other thing Bill Barr should say. And Andy McCarthy and my, my other colleagues, Mr. Turley, all of whom I like, except for Barr now. I think his conduct has demonstrated he has no character. None. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 877-4-GOLD-IRA. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA. 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. I challenge everybody on TV and radio who has not mentioned the Public Records Act and not looked into it to do that. I challenge Bill Barr to explain how he squares one with the other. And you'll watch how they squirm and they try and figure out some specious argument as best they can. I challenge him to do it. I challenge National Review to do it. Again, watch how they try and put the puzzle pieces together. But it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Because it makes the, the Presidential Records Act makes no sense then with its reliance on civil procedures, with its constant references to presidential authority. I'm just telling you this, ladies and gentlemen. It's also why it's not mentioned once. They talk about retention of documents. They don't talk about destruction of documents. They don't talk about altering documents. They don't talk about lost documents. 
They take pictures of documents in the bathroom and so forth. To do what? To create the impression of what? I'm not saying that I would like to see former Vice President Pence charged. I'm making the point that if your view that 793E is what you hang your hat on, then he has to be charged. And yet they said they're not going to charge him. Then Joe Biden has to be charged. We can have a debate over whether you can indict a sitting president. Let's have the debate. But what are they waiting for? They were in a big rush when it came to Donald Trump. I mean, they they sent out the troops. They got the warrant. They did this. They did that. Witnesses galore. Documents galore. Leaks galore. You don't see that in the Biden case. You didn't see that in the Pence case. And Hillary Clinton got a clean bill of health. She should have been doing life plus in a federal prison. That orange jumpsuit she wears on a regular occasion would fit her very well in prison. And by the way, why do we even have women in prison anymore? We can't define women. So she should be in a men's prison. Now, here's what I want you to help me do. I don't have time to watch TV all the time. Mr. Producer gets me clips from time to time. Let's track and see which legal analyst, if Barr, if the others now, start the reference, at least reference, the Presidential Records Act. Which the special counsel wouldn't even do. Let's see if the truly dumb low IQ media understand the distinction. And isn't it funny, Congress passes this statute in 1978 and doesn't make a single reference? Not a single reference to the Espionage Act. Why is that? Because it had no application. It was never intended to. That's why it's a civil process under the presidential record. We've got a lot more. I hope you're finding this fairly intriguing. We'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Ladies and gentlemen, massive news, which explains almost everything. Senator Grassley was just on the Senate floor, Mr. Producer. Let's hear what he said just moments ago. Go! The 1023 produced to the House Committee's redacted reference that the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. 17 such recordings. According to the 1023, 
The foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses two audio recordings of phone calls between him and then Vice President Joe Biden. These recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case that he got into a tight spot. And it goes on, America. Now you know why they didn't want to release the document. Now you know why President Trump was indicted Thursday on bogus charges. I said bogus charges under the Espionage Act. Now you know why. Because they knew the, the fact of the alleged existence of these tapes would come out. Because even though they redacted this information from a non-classified document to cover up for Joe Biden and the Biden crime family, Somebody and others still knew what was under those redactions. Perhaps it was the original whistleblower. And obviously they've told Chuck Rassley what's been redacted. Explosive information about alleged tapes. You heard them. Fifteen involving Hunter. Two involving Joe. The idea that Joe Biden didn't know that his son was involved in these corrupt businesses is put to the big lie. Now you know why Donald Trump was indicted, like no president in history. Now you know why Bill Barr and the others look like the jackasses that they are. And there's more. The first impeachment of Donald Trump. Stick with me. I'm putting it together. The first impeachment of Donald impeachment of Donald Trump. You and I were scratching our head. Ukraine, for God's sakes. We read the phone call. It wasn't because Trump was tying aid to Ukraine to investigating the Bidens. It was because he asked them to look into the Bidens, having nothing to do with aid to Ukraine. There was no quid pro quo. That's what the Democrats claimed. That's what the phony whistleblower claimed, who had worked for Biden, who had worked in the Obama administration, because the FBI knew. They knew about the allegations that we're awaiting Joe Biden. Now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. The first impeachment. These charges. Not just to distract, but to try and do enormous damage. And let me tell you something. If it wasn't Donald Trump, And Ron DeSantis were the leading Republican nominee. They'd be doing things to him that would be considered today unthinkable. Absolutely unthinkable. Now you know why the media are all in. 
covering up the laptop. No interest whatsoever in that Form 1023. They treated the whistleblower, so-called, in the Ukraine matter, like a god. Can't even repeat his name, even though it was known. And yet the whistleblower here and the whistleblowers from the FBI and IRS and other matters. There's retribution from the Department of Justice and the Biden administration. The top mob lawyer, the attorney general of the United States. Puts his foot down. Doesn't show his face. Refuses to explain anything. And then they have their willing dupes, Bill Barr and the others. Donald Trump is toast. If even half of these charges are true. And Sununos uses exactly the same words as Bill Barr. What is it? The rhinos are passing around talking points or something? And now Nikki Haley has reversed course. Trashing Donald Trump on the indictment. Completely reversed course. I guess the polling doesn't work. Who knows? Who knows? But to me now, so much of it does make sense. And they know that Trump, should he get elected, will now dig and dig and dig till he finds the truth. They know. That if you shoot at the king, as the old saying goes, you better not miss. And they've used a Tommy gun against the former president. So far, they've missed. So they bring in a guy from The Hague, a hitman who's been used before. They bring in their hitman from the Hague. He even looks like a hitman. They got two grand juries going. They put out a third in Florida. And I wondered, I wondered, why the indictment on Thursday? They don't even wait till Friday evening when I'm here in place where they usually drop a shoe all the time. Why Thursday? Why Thursday? Because the Republicans on the committee got to see the document. But it was redacted. And now today, on Monday evening, we know what some of the information was that was redacted. So all weekend long, it's Trump, Trump, Trump. All weekend long, it's the press. Trump, 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 Trump. trying to dumb down the American people because they know it's coming tape recordings alleged tape recordings now I ask you America I ask you my fellow citizen I ask you honestly how do you not appoint a special counsel now how do you not appoint a special counsel to find the tapes To release them to the American people before this election. To look at the shell corporations with tens of millions of dollars pouring through to the Biden family. Well, you can't prove Joe got any. 
Listen to the stupidity of the media. And they didn't want to give the wire transfer information. They had to go to the banks to get it. They had to get the transfer information from the banks. They had to threaten Christopher Ray with contempt over a period of months. And even then, Ray didn't give them all the information. He hid the most salient information, the most damning allegations, tapes, tapes. Where was Maggie Haberman? Oh, she was on TV trashing Trump. Where was Bill Barr? He was on TV trashing Trump. Every Democrat and rhino and Trump hater on TV. Most of them from D.C. D.C. interviewing D.C. And now we have this. Pretty incredible, don't you think, America? The indictments against Trump are bogus. I don't care how thorough they are. I don't care how long they are. The Presidential Records Act and the Espionage Act simply do not square with each other. Their legislative purposes are completely different. And there are contradictions built in to the Presidential Records Act. This was never intended to be a criminal matter, ever. And these former federal prosecutors and the other losers who come on TV, former attorney general, all these fat slobs, I don't care when they go on TV. All Trump had to do was give them what they demanded. That's not the way the Presidential Records Act works. And it's not supposed to be the way the espionage works against a former president of the United States. So they took it. They took the provision of the Espionage Act, which does not require intent. In effect, they applied strict liability. Strict liability. He has the records. We want them. He won't give them to us. Indict them. They didn't do that to Hillary Clinton. The position of the Department of Justice, not with a former president, with a former Secretary of State was, we don't bring those kind of cases. And yet they just did. And how do they not bring one against? And I like the man and I don't want them to. How do they not bring one against? Former Vice President Pence, if it's strict liability. How do they not bring one? Despite the issue of whether you can indict a former president, how do they not bring one against Joe Biden? And where is that special counsel? Notice no leaks. And one other thing. One of the lawyers they seek to disbar is Joe Clark, who worked over at the Department of Justice. He's in their target area. They want to take him out. He made a point. Look at the indictment. Look at the 49 pages. Almost word for word is the language the media have been using from a leak. <coughs> a leak about an audio tape from a reporter involving Donald Trump, who they say was talking about information that was classified. 
where Trump allegedly says, I can't declassify the document, now I'm a former president. And Joe Clark, a superb attorney, points out, how the hell is that in the indictment charge? They don't say they got it from the newspaper. They got it from the course of their investigation. Which means the special counsel and the Department of Justice leaked it to the newspaper. They leaked it, which is a federal offense. It's a felony. I said yesterday on Life, Liberty, and Levin, look around you. This is what totalitarianism looks like. Look around you. And the Democrat Party's dragging us into this hell. That's precisely what's taking place. But don't worry, there won't be any talk about the tapes tomorrow. There won't be any headlines across the front pages of the Washington Compost, who just rightly fired their CEO, by the way, or the front page of the New York Slimes, or the front page of any of this fish rack crap that they call newspapers. It'll be the arraignment of Donald Trump by the Biden administration as they disgrace us as a nation. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. If you're with them, you're overpaying pure and simple. Pure Talk can easily save your family over $900 a year. Right now, get unlimited talk, unlimited text, and ultra-fast 5G data for just $20 a month. $20 a month. What about the coverage, you ask? It's phenomenal. I'm on it. Pure Talk uses the most dependable 5G network in the nation. Just go to puretalk.com and use promo code LEVINPODCAST to get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data. Just 20 bucks a month. Pure Talk's amazing U.S. customer service team will make switching very easy. So choose a veteran-owned company that cares about keeping jobs in America and saving you money. Go to puretalk.com. Use promo code Levin Podcast for unlimited talk and text with plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. Again, when you go to puretalk.com and use promo code Levin Podcast, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. I get such stupid emails during the break. It's unbelievable. First of all, if you leave the country for some Caribbean island, you don't have a stake in the country anymore. The Putin lovers are just beyond belief. This is why we're supporting Ukraine. Zelensky had nothing to do with Burisma. That's the prior, prior Ukrainian regime that was tight with Putin. So please don't try that claptrap here. Call some other show. I'm sure they'll be excited. There's enough here. There is enough here. That we, know, we really need to emphasize about how damn corrupt the FBI, the Department of Justice, and the Democrats are. How damn corrupt the Biden family is. We don't have to have our minds make stuff up and then spew it out and everything. Yeah, that must be it. Not here. Go somewhere else. And stop emailing me with your stupid crap. 
People are lucky I don't name names. They really are. But this is shocking. This is amazing. And so let's play some of this, Mr. Producer. Let's start with Bill Barr. Cut one, go. What about this this chief argument that comes up for the president's allies and his legal team that this should have been handled under the Presidential Records Act, not this Espionage Act charge and other federal statutes that were used here? Well, it started out under the Presidential Records Act and and the archives trying to retrieve documents that Trump had no right to have. Stop right there. Trump has every right to debate that issue, classified or not. And the matter to pursue it is not with the FBI or the Department of Justice in a criminal venue. The way to pursue that is a civil venue. So stop with your bullcrap, Bill. Go ahead. Government was really worried about were these classified and very sensitive documents. How could they be really worried about the classified and very sensitive documents if they didn't know what Trump had, Bill? You don't even make any sense as a matter of logic. And by the way, Bill, do you have any? Did you take any? Like I said on my posts over the weekend, did you ever read any classified information when you were being chauffeured back and forth from home in the Department of Justice? Can we talk to your drivers about that, your security? Hmm? Did you? I'm just curious, among other things. I suspect you did. Well, guess what? Then you violated the Espionage Act. Go ahead the degree of sensitivity of these documents and how many there were, frankly. And uh, so the government's agenda was to get those, uh, protect those documents and get them out. And I think it was perfectly appropriate to do that. It was the right thing to do. Uh, no, it wasn't think- the right thing to do. They didn't know it was there. It was a general warrant for all of the rooms around his house. And he cites Andy McCarthy saying, even if half of it's true, he's toast. So now they cite each other. As legal authorities, Bill Barr cites McCarthy, McCarthy cites Sununu, cites uh, Bill Barr. Oh, okay, now I'm convinced. I'll be right back. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. If you're with them, you're overpaying pure and simple. Pure Talk can easily save your family over $900 a year. Right now, get unlimited talk, unlimited text, and ultra-fast 5G data for just $20 a month. $20 a month. What about the coverage, you ask? It's phenomenal. I'm on it. Pure Talk uses the most dependable 5G network in the nation. Just go to puretalk.com and use promo code LEVINPODCAST to get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data. Just 20 bucks a month. Pure Talk's amazing U.S. customer service team will make switching very easy. So choose a veteran-owned company that cares about keeping jobs in America and saving you money. Go to puretalk.com. Use promo code Levin Podcast for unlimited talk and text with plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. Again, when you go to puretalk.com and use promo code Levin Podcast, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. You're listening to Denali, the great one. The great one. And you can call in now, 877-381-3811. Let's listen to this in full now, Mr. Producer. Cut one, go. What about this this chief argument that comes up for the president's allies and his legal team that this should have been handled under the Presidential Records Act, not this Espionage Act charge and other federal statutes that were used here? Well, it started out under the Presidential Records Act and and the archives trying to 
retrieve documents that Trump had no right to have. But it quickly became clear that what the government was really worried about were these classified and very sensitive documents. I was shocked by the degree of sensitivity of these documents. This this is very interesting. He's supposed to be a lawyer. He's made multi-millions of dollars being general counsel for corporatists. He was attorney general twice. Documents that Trump had no right to have. Let me read something to you. This is interesting to me. Keep it right where it is, Mr. Producer. Now, this is from the National Archives. I didn't make this up. That this Presidential Records Act establishes procedures for Congress, courts, and subsequent administrations to obtain special access to records from NARA, the National Archives, that remain closed to the public, following a privilege review period by the former incumbent presidents, the procedures governing such special access requests continue to be governed by relevant provisions of Executive Order 13489. <clears throat> so, can you tell where I'm going, America? Can you tell where I'm going with this, Mr. Producer? So when the special counsel decided to use this information in his indictment charges against the former president of the United States, did he follow this procedure? It's not exempted. Did he follow this procedure? Establishes procedures for Congress, courts, and subsequent administrations, that would be the Biden administration, to obtain special access, I'm quoting, to records from NARA that remain closed to the public following a privilege review period by the former and incumbent presidents. The procedures governing such special access requests continue to be governed by the procedures laid out in Executive Order 13489. Did the Department of Justice go to Donald Trump? Did they? No, they didn't need to follow it any further, Mark, because now we were using the Espionage Act. But you're not supposed to use the Espionage Act. This is codified in federal law. This was passed by Congress. You're reading something into the Espionage Act that does not exist. There's something here in the Presidential Records Act that does exist, which is why they don't square with each other. So when Bill Barr just blithely says to Shannon Bream, well, it started out under the Presidential Records Act, and that's where it ends, under the Presidential Records Act. It's not meant to shift into a criminal investigation. There are enforcement mechanisms in the Presidential Records Act. Civil enforcement mechanisms. Ways to get it in front of a federal judge. That's your next step. Not a warrant and a SWAT team with armed FBI agents at the former president's home. While he's running for president again. Go ahead. Frankly. And uh, so the government's agenda was to get those, uh, protect those documents and get them out. And That's I think not the way, excuse me, such an ass. The government were really interested in that rather than prosecuting Donald Trump. For the four billionth time, they had a way to do it under civil procedures. So that's not their only interest. But that was their only interest. God, I wish I could debate this guy. He's such a loser. Go ahead. 
appropriate to do that. It was the right thing to do. Uh, and I think the counts under the Espionage Act uh, that he willfully retained those documents are solid counts. Now, No, they're not solid counts. He willfully retained the documents. He's the former president of the United States. That's exactly what this statute was written for and whom it was written for. Not a colonel, not a private, not a general, not an attorney general, not a secretary of state, but a president, a former president. Go ahead. Oh, and I would argue this. Is there a dispute that a former president before this law was passed had a right to take classified information? No, he didn't. Okay, so how come nobody was prosecuted under the espionage? Because nobody ever took it. They have no idea if that's true. In fact, in fact, we know it's false. Was Bill Clinton prosecuted under the espionage act? When he took recordings that included classified information and put them in his sock drawers when he became a former president? Was he charged? No. Was Pence charged? No. Is Biden going to be charged? No. Well, then it's not true, Bill. But they'll keep dragging him out because they want to hear out of the mouth of this guy what he has to say. Go ahead. You think we have to wait and see what the defense uh, says and, and, and what proves to be true. But I do think that even half well, what Andy McCarthy said, which is if even half of it is true, then he's toast. I mean, well, it's, no, let's uh, write that down. Can we chisel that in a government building somewhere, Mr. Producer? Wait, if half of it is true, then he is toast. Now, these guys, McCarthy, now they've been litigators, right? McCarthy was an assistant U.S. attorney. Is that how it works? Half of what's true. You have motions filings. You're going to have constitutional challenges, I assume. You're going to have statutory challenges. You're going to have statutory interpretation challenges. You're going to have all kinds of motions being filed to challenge this crap. So what do you mean if half of it's true? Doesn't even make sense. Or if half of it's true. I feel sorry for the audiences that listen to this stuff and don't know. They just don't know. And they keep running these guys, looping them through, looping them through. Bill Barr will appear on any news program. Bill Barr will appear on sonograms and airport radar. At this point, he's excited. He doesn't care. I was invited on four different shows last week. I turned them all down. I got things to do. I don't have time. Apparently, Bill Barr is retired. He has nothing to do, Mr. Producer. But as I said before, I have my own... My own thought on that. He enjoys the green room food. Go ahead. It's a very detailed indictment, uh, and it's very, very damning. And, and this idea of presenting Trump. What's as damning? A... They move boxes around. Oh. And what does that mean? Obstruction. Obstruction of what? Obstruction of judge. No, no. What did he obstruct? They move boxes around. Oh, okay. Move boxes around. What else? The question is, did they file the excuse me, did they follow the civil process that's provided for under the Presidential Records Act? No. No. Why not? 
because they criminalized it. Why? Well, there's all kinds of classified. No, no, no. It's not what the statute says. There's all kinds of classified information. Therefore, you can criminalize it. You can't find that in the presidential records. Well, they move from that to the to the espionage. Well, they don't get to do that. There's a whole system that's built into the Presidential Records Act. If there's a dispute, none of it's criminal. None of it. So why are we bringing in former federal prosecutors? Or the former Attorney General of the United States? Why don't you bring in people who are involved in the Presidential Records Act? People who've litigated under that. Maybe some of the people might still be alive who wrote it. No, 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 you don't understand. No, I don't. Go ahead. A victim of a witch hunt uh, is ridiculous. Yes, he's been oh, a victim. Yes, in- yes, it's, it's ridiculous. Trump, the victim of a witch hunt, could never be true. Now, we have a whole dorm report. Didn't this bonehead appoint dorm? Yes. Did he read the report? I hope so. Well, the idea that he's the victim of a witch hunt is just ridiculous. So... Look how easily he he pastes over it, moving from a an administrative and civil matter, which is what it's supposed to be under the Presidential Records Act, into almost overnight a criminal case. The Department of Justice went black. They wouldn't communicate with the Trump people anymore. Why? Because they were deviously and unconscionably preparing a criminal warrant. And the judge should have raised questions there right away. But he couldn't. Why? Because he's an imbecile. And now they're trashing the judge in South Florida. Why? Because they don't want her to entertain any of these motions that are undoubtedly going to be filed. And if she does, they'll bring in the same A's. Excuse me, I almost said it. They'll bring in the same people to tell you that she's a Trump appointee. And, you know, she did this special master thing and she was you know denounced for we never do that excuse me i agreed with what she did not because i'm a partisan which i am i believe in liberty and the other side does not she did that because this is such an unusual case in fact it's such a reckless case involving a former president and it potentially in her view in my view actual but a potentially corrupt fbi and department of justice footnote, dorm report, that she thought it would be a good idea to have a special man. Well, you know, when I was a former federal prosecutor in the Southern District, we don't give a damn what you were in the Southern District of New York. And we don't give a damn about big boy over there who was the former Attorney General of the United States. Because you don't know what you're talking about. Cut to, Mr. Producer, go. You see this as different and separate from what he would term the Russian hoax, um, what we saw from the Durham report. You see these as two totally separate tracks. Yes, because in the Russian, there was nothing, there there was no problem. Go. And the Russia gate claim, it was an effort to knock him out with a false claim. Here, I think the government acted responsibly. It's so ridiculous. This is much different. Government acted very responsibly. Yeah. That SWAT team indicting a former president and potential nominee by the Republicans, very responsible.
ignoring the rest of the process under the Federal Records Act, the administrative and civil process. Eh, very responsible actions. Yeah. The endless leaks to the media. Oh, very, very responsible. Yeah, well, that's that's the way it works. The uh, the failure to charge Hillary Clinton, the official position back then, the Department of Justice, just 10 years ago, was that we don't indict for obstruction on these counts. Oh, okay, except when it's Trump. Well, wait a minute. And, of course, he didn't mention Pence and Biden, because if, if Bill Barr is right, listen to me, America, if Bill Barr and Andy McCarthy and the rest are right, then Mike Pence has to be indicted. But he wasn't. If they're right, even putting aside the debate over whether you can indict a sitting president, I don't think you can, but put it aside. Then Joe Biden must be indicted. If they're right. Because 793E basically is a strict liability provision. You got the documents? You didn't turn them over? You didn't handle them properly? You didn't secure them properly? Trigger pulled. Boom. That's it. And by the way, do you think they expected to do that with a former president? And the answer is obviously no. And for another reason, too. The former president was president. And so, assuming, even refreshing his recollection, he knows what's in the documents. How can you indict him for holding them? But he wouldn't give them in. Then you follow the civil process. Ladies and gentlemen, this happens every day. There's civil powers that the government uses they don't immediately they, they don't say well you know what he wouldn't do it so now we're going to the criminal side and you do it with a sitting former president who's running for president again pathetic i'll be right back mark lovin Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. If you're with them, you're overpaying pure and simple. Pure Talk can easily save your family over $900 a year. Right now, get unlimited talk, unlimited text, and ultra-fast 5G data for just $20 a month. $20 a month. What about the coverage, you ask? It's phenomenal. I'm on it. Pure Talk uses the most dependable 5G network in the nation. Just go to puretalk.com and use promo code Levin Podcast to get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data. Just 20 bucks a month. Pure Talk's amazing U.S. customer service team will make switching very easy. So choose a veteran-owned company that cares about keeping jobs in America and saving you money. Go to puretalk.com. Use promo code Levin Podcast for unlimited talk and text with plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. Again, when you go to puretalk.com and use promo code Levin Podcast, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month with Pure Talk. Mr. Producer, I get this New York Post. I am on WABC, right? Well, they keep running ads, and I'm not in the ads. I've noticed this for like four months. I think we need to talk to them about that. I think the copy editor has screwed up. I think the copy editor has to fix that, don't you? Very strange. But what can I tell you? Next hour, we're going to have a lot of fun with this, believe it or not. Jim Trusty, who I think is a fantastic lawyer... 
who's no longer representing Donald Trump. I have no idea why. I think I do. I think there's somebody in there that's chasing all the lawyers away. And that somebody needs to get the hook. That somebody needs to get the hook. And then Alina Haba, who's very good. You've seen her on Fox. Um, we want to hear from her. Eric Holder. Eric Holder apparently is a sycophant of uh, Adam Schiffless, among others, and, uh, and Jamie Raskin, who will not come on the show. Because he regurgitates what they say, that if Trump is convicted and elected again, he should be impeached and removed. So in other words, if the American people decide they want Donald Trump, the U.S. Attorney's Office and the Department of Justice under Biden get to determine, even if he wins the election, whether he should stay in office. Because we Democrats are under no circumstances going to allow Trump in office. Why? Because now we know, among other things, not only is the most hated public official, because he takes on their bureaucracy, he takes on their media, but because he was on to something when it came to that phone call about Barisma. He may not even have known he was on to all this, but he was on to something. And we will play that audio again of Senator Grassley. Some people come and go during the course of a three-hour program, believe it or not. On the, fi- on the information that came out today, which is absolutely shocking. We will also hear from Representative Dan Goldman. Who is he? He's a lowlife. And I'll explain why. We will hear from Kevin McCarthy, who slaps around the CNN report. I'll make you proud. And I want to make sure we have time to hear from Vivek. We'll just call him Vivek. He knows who he is. Who schools another phony Sunday host. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting them from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. I bring up legal analysts, not because I despise them or anything, I disagree with them, except for Bill Barr. What Bill Barr has done is not as a legal analyst, Bill Barr 
is giving aid and comfort to the Democrat Party as well as the corrupt Democrat media. And, uh, and he has succeeded in that respect. He has succeeded. Jim Trusty was on Good Morning America Friday. And, of course, George Stephanopoulos is an objective reporter who used to head the war room under Bill Clinton. Because that's the way our media work today. Cut five, go. To have this conversation with him, he very quickly pivots to concern about the country. You know, it's not a real selfish analysis. It's this is a bad moment for our history. This is our country turning the corner. And as somebody that's been around criminal justice for over 30 years, I agree with him. It's, it's a Rubicon we shouldn't be crossing. But doesn't the president, don't you believe in the principle that no person is above the law? If the president committed the same crime that someone else did, shouldn't he be charged? Let's stop right here. He's a guy that's never read any of the underlying legal issues, Stefano, he's not even prepared, and it doesn't matter. He doesn't want to be prepared. It's called the Presidential Records Act, not the Everybody's Records Act. It's the Presidential Records Act. I don't know, George, is Hillary Clinton above the law? Is Joe Biden above the law? Go ahead is below the law. That's really the issue here. I mean, you've got these investigations in Delaware that are a thousand times more serious by a sitting president who has authorized his DOJ to try to sink the candidacy of his prime opposition while that guy has unsecured documents that he stole out of a skiff dozens of years ago. So, look, you know, we're not talking what about some talking sort of about, favoritism. What are you talking about? That is a ridiculous statement. Uh, there's this issue. <laughs> nice try. There's an issue that anyone that reads any newspapers would agree is a parallel track, which is the Delaware document scandal of Joe Biden, where there's a special counsel, Rob Herr, that's investigating it. You know that there were documents that were sensitive, that were marked classified, found in a garage near a Corvette that made their way through Chinatown, through the Penn Biden Center. There's 1,850 boxes that have never been fully looked at at University of Delaware. You have the ultimate unclean hands of a current sitting president who had no declassification, had none of the protections of President Trump, and who literally had to have stolen stuff from a skiff. Even Dick Durbin has commented about how this was an outrageous possession of classified material by Vice President at that point, Joe Biden. So that's what we're talking about. You can scoff and act like there's nothing to it, but the whole country knows the basic notion of unequal treatment and fairness, and that's what's at issue with this process. It's so ridiculous, and he's so right. And what are you talking about? Sit down. Oh, you are. I can't tell. You're so short. I can't tell when you're standing or sitting. Lindsey Graham on ABC's This Week. Mediocrite was very upset about this. They're upset about everything. Bunch of prebubescent buffoons. Cut six. And by the way, notice. Notice. Trusty Graham... Alina Haba, uh, who else? Notice those who go on the shows have to defend as if the host is a Democrat. And then they pat guys like Bill Barr on the head. Oh, Bill, yeah, yeah. What do you mean, Bill? Well, you know, it's not like this is a witch hunt or anything, you know. They asked him for the documents. He wouldn't give them back. They took enough of his crap. 
And as our buddy Amy McCarthy says, if he's guilty of half of this, I mean, he's toast. So, you know, that's that's the end of it. And that's the and uh, that's all that really needs to be said. Is that pretty good, Mr. Producer? It's not bad. All right, Lindsey Graham. Also along with Stephanopoulos. Go. This morning, Donald Thank Trump you. has said repeatedly, repeatedly that he did nothing wrong. Do you yeah. believe that? Well, here's what I believe. We live in an America where if you're the Democratic candidate for president, Hillary Clinton, secretary of state, you can set up a private server in your basement to conduct government business. And when an investigation is had about your activity. No, let me finish. But you didn't answer the question. was ridiculous. Well, yeah, I'm trying to answer the question from a Republican point of view. That may not be acceptable on this show. Yes, I don't like what President Trump did in certain aspects. I don't like that Joe Biden had classified information on the garage. I don't like that Mike Pence carelessly took classified information. I don't like any of that. But what I don't like is a system in America where the secretary of uh, state, who's a Democratic uh, candidate for president, has people take a hammer to social media devices and break them apart, apply beach, uh, bleach bit to a hard drive to erase emails, allow classified information to get on felon's computer, Anthony Weiner. You haven't even mentioned that. Most Republicans believe we live in a country where Hillary Clinton did very similar things and nothing happened to her. President Trump will have his day in court, but espionage charges are absolutely ridiculous. Whether you like Trump or not, he did not commit espionage. He did not disseminate, leak, or provide information to a foreign power or to a news organization to damage this country. He is not a spy. He's overcharged. Did he do things wrong? Yes, he may have. He will be tried about that. But Hillary Clinton wasn't. Your old boss committed perjury in a civil lawsuit, lost his law license, obstructed justice in a dozen ways, and he didn't get prosecuted. There you go. You can't say that, Lindsay. Next up, Alina Hubba with Shannon Bream on Fox. Cut seven, go. Any chance that he would take a plea deal, especially if there is, you know, he's he's got the state indictment in New York. Um, he is facing another potential federal indictment on January 6th charges. You've got the Georgia the special grand jury. Those indictments, if there are any, could come in, in so August. So let's, let's there... slow down. So who's he taking a plea agreement from? We just listed everything. He takes a plea agreement with the feds. Then he's got Georgia. He's got New York State, and he's got Manhattan. So what's the point? And why should he take a plea agreement? He should fight it to the end, and that's what he's going to do. Go ahead. Mine, you plea some of this away, you got to focus on the campaign, which is in itself an exhausting, very consuming process. No. I could never imagine. I know I would never advise that especially when he's not done anything wrong. You take a plea deal to make something go away, that's an admission of guilt. He would never admit guilt um, because there was nothing wrong with declassifying documents, taking documents with you, negotiating with NARA. The only thing that was wrong was the the way... That gets into a whole other issue, which I've discussed in the past, the declassification of documents. Even the American Bar Association, in a piece in October 2022, and that is a left-wing 
so-called professional organization. I resigned from it a long time ago. Even the ABA said, for them, this is an ambiguous area. Whether Trump did or did not declassify. You don't indict somebody to test out a legal theory. Particularly a former president who's the leading candidate to run against the current thugs in the DOJ and the president of the United States. You don't indict somebody because you think you can transition easily from the Presidential Records Act to the Espionage Act. Even though they don't square with each other. You don't indict somebody on a a matter of first impression. Regardless of what Bill Barr or anybody else says. And the reason why they're saying, well, you know, if he's guilty of half the issues, he's toast. It's because this prosecutor piled on. He piled on in the 793E part of the statute, which is the most ambiguous and weakest part of the statute. He piled on. He didn't charge Trump with actual espionage and spying. He didn't charge Trump with destroying documents. He didn't charge Trump with altering documents. He didn't charge Trump with any of that. He had the documents and he wouldn't give them to us. Despite our many efforts to get them. That's why we have a civil process. Go ahead complete dual tier system of justice that we're seeing here when the Biden family is being treated completely differently than the Trump family. So to plea is exactly what they would want, right? I mean, this is very simple. We saw Rachel Maddow say it on MSNBC or MSDNC, as he calls it. You know, maybe he would just say, I won't run for office and plea out that way. No way. It makes no sense. You plea when you've done something wrong or when you have no shot. Joe Biden won't say that. Vivek Ramaswamy on CNN yesterday with Dana Bash. No IQ there. Cut 15, go. I disagree with the allegations. I just think I do not believe those allegations because of, I think, the intellectual dishonesty in that indictment. So I think the federal court is actually, I think, based on the precedent of the Clinton sock drawer case, where effectively Judge Jackson said that it is at the president's, her language, not mine, sole discretion as to what is and is not covered as a presidential record, I think the court will acquit him. But that's beside the point of the judgment that President Biden made. And if Trump's judgment was bad, President Biden's judgment is worse for actually bringing a prosecution. He should have done what Trump did. President Biden didn't bring a prosecution. The Department of Justice reports into the president of the United States. And so this is a fig leaf, which is why I think the media needs to get Let me me stop here. Trump could, excuse me, Biden can stop it. No question about it. He could say, no, don't do it. There's absolutely no evidence to suggest that uh, Biden had any role in it whatsoever. No, no, no. Didn't you see the billboards Biden took out? Yeah, all over Washington, D.C. I influenced the investigation. I told the attorney general, charge Biden. I, t- excuse me, Trump, I told the attorney general. That's not how it works, and Dana Bash knows it. She's a fraud, a fink, and a phony. Go ahead. 
evidence, Dennis. unless you can show me some, that President Biden has had anything to do with this prosecution. Dennis, That's why he put two layers in between. With, with due respect, account. I think it is shameful that I, as a competitor to President Trump in this race, have to ask questions that the media isn't asking. The job of the political media, if it has one job, is to hold the U.S. government accountable. Yes, we know that. And instead, we're doing the bidding. You're seeing the media doing the bidding of the U.S. government. No. Ask the question. Get to the bottom of what Biden told Garland and what Garland told Jack Smith. If the same shoe fit the other foot, you would not take their word at face value. Do not take their word now. Get to the bottom of it. Let's actually restore journalism in this country. That's what's actually missing. You know what? I'm liking this guy more and more. I don't think he understands foreign policy. And I don't mean because I agree or disagree. I'm not even clear if we agree or disagree. So he needs to bone up on that a little bit. And he can. This guy's no fool. He is no fool. He's running circles around Dana Bash. Go ahead. Thank you for that. We are absolutely asking these questions. Good. And we know. No, you're how to not. Be- when did you ask them? Who did you ask? And by the way, I would tell the Republican, why even showing up on the CNN? They have absolutely no ratings. No ratings. What's it's in fact we're changing the name to no ratings CNN. No ratings. By the way, Representative James Comer, you got to love this guy. Catherine Heritage reporting at CBS. She's great. House GOP oversight issues subpoena for former Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden business partner Devin Archer for deposition this week. No immediate comment from Archer's attorney. They're focusing in. This is why you push to have the Republicans control the House, ladies and gentlemen. When they control the Senate, they do butkus. But under McCarthy, when they control the House, this is what you get. And this is good. You are hereby commanded, it writes, it says, to be and appear before the Committee on Oversight and Accountability. That's it, baby. Devin Archer. Democrats would never do this. If I had a grand jury, I'd be pulling in all of Bill Barr's drivers. I'd be asking him, did you ever see him read classified information with any of those striped folders on it? Yes or no? His FBI detail and all the rest. Then I'd say, you see, Bill, how easy it is to screw somebody like you? I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. For those who who didn't hear earlier, I want you to listen to what Senator Grassley announced on the floor of the House, excuse me, the floor of the Senate, just a few hours ago. Very important. Go. The 1023 produced to the House committee's redacted reference that the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. 17 such recordings. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses two audio recordings 
of phone calls between him and then Vice President Joe Biden. These recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case that he got into a tight spot. Got that, folks? There is allegedly 17 recordings. Now, this information was redacted by Chris Ray and the FBI when they provided this Form 1023 to the House Republicans on Monday. Now you know why Trump was indicted on Thursday, because they knew it was just a matter of time till this information would come out. And it's come out here on Monday evening. And tomorrow when Trump is arraigned, it's a sick phrase involving the president. In Miami, that's all they'll be focused on, of course. Not the fact that the current president of the United States is a crook. I'll be right back. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Kevin McCarthy, a CNN reporter, gets in his face. I'll tell you what, this guy has been so underestimated. Don't you agree? Seriously. You don't have to agree with everything the man does. You don't even agree with everything your significant other does. But I'm telling you, he's mopping the floor with these people. And now he's mopping the floor with the media. Cut 14, go! The idea of equal justice is not playing out here. And so that's a real concern to all Americans. So as a policymaker, elected officials, we want to make sure it's equal justice for all. We want to look that it's a weaponization. Now, what, you, are you with CNN, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about this even further because when somebody weaponizes government and they actually get removed from government, let's take Andrew McCabe, okay, former de- deputy. But this is no, a different well, let me, case. no, no, let me answer this is the a question. Different set of circumstances, right? See, let's the stop. Form- they do not want context for any of it. They don't want the public hearing about the crooked, corrupt Marxist Democrats who are destroying our country. They don't want anyone to hear it. You're not allowed to say it. No. Trump's guilty. That's it. That's it. What do you think? Go ahead. Misleading law enforcement of a conspiracy of obstructing justice. That's a different set of facts. Are you prepared to defend him as the former president? And what other actions will the House take in the House Judiciary Committee in terms of funding? Are you prepared to defend your your network, CNN? That I'm, handed, you I'm, a, I'm answering your question. You could ask me any question you want, but I'm entitled to answer the question, okay? You can't put words in my mouth, even though your network can hire Andrew McCabe. You know what I like about this fired, guy, McCarthy? He's cool as a cucumber. Have you noticed that, Mr. Producer? He's not yelling at her, walking. He just keeps plugging away. Go ahead. For leaking classified documents. Did you remove them from your network? No, you continue to put them on to give judgment against President Mr. Trump. Speaker. You also hire Clapper. Clapper has come out publicly. Hey, kid, why don't you shut the hell up and learn something? This is why CNN has no ratings. They're even annoying liberals. Go ahead. What's going to take in terms of is there any effort to defund the FBI, any effort to defund the Department of Justice after what you've seen over the last several days? So your network hires Clapper, who <laughs> literally lied to the American public, one of 51 other individuals that had briefings 
and used it politically to tell the American public that a laptop was Russia collusion, even though it had all this information about the Biden administration. Are you prepared to get rid of those people from your network? Because my concern as a policymaker is that when you weaponize government and now you're weaponizing networks, that is wrong. So we will take all of our power to make sure that the legal system in America gets the blinders back on and people are treated fairly. I have a real problem that your network actually pays people who did classified information and then lied to the American public to try to influence a presidential election and then you put them on your network to give an opinion about a president and I'm answering your your Oh, very clearly because what your network has done has weaponized at the same time. I think equal justice is important. Mr. Speaker, he kept ripping CNN. It didn't matter what she said. Did you notice, Mr. But what do you think of this? Now, back to as for CNN, and she was very irritated. I'm sorry. She was irritated. I mean, she wanted her Andrea Mitchell moment. Uh, talk about a complete moron. President Trump. At a rally in Columbus, Georgia, Saturday. I really feel for this guy. I really do. It's really outrageous. Cut 16, go. The ridiculous and baseless indictment of me by the Biden administration's weaponized Department of Injustice will go down as among the most horrific abuses of power in the history of our country. Many people have said that. Democrats have even said it. This vicious persecution is a travesty of justice. You're watching Joe Biden. Joe, I think of it. Biden is trying to jail his leading political opponent, an opponent that's beating him by a lot in the polls, just like they do in Stalinist Russia or communist China. No different. Mm-hmm. It's 100% right. Cut 17, go. As president, all of my documents fell under what is known as the presidential records act he knows more about this than bill barr and understands it better go ahead not at all a criminal act everything it's all judged by the presidential records act in this whole fake indictment they don't even once mention the presidential records act which is really the ruling act which this case falls under 100 percent. And they don't they mention it because they'd have to explain it. And they know that the mouthpieces in the media. Democrats and Trump haters. They know that it'll have to be left to others to explain it to the extent it is explained properly at all or dismissed. And so uh, it was very evil. What this prosecutor did and what he's been doing. Go ahead called the espionage act doesn't that sound terrible oh espionage we got a box i got a box the espionage the espionage act of 1917 i think it was put in there about world war one boxes and by the way biden's got 1850 boxes he's got boxes in chinatown dc He's got boxes all over the place. He doesn't know what the hell to do with them. And he's fighting them on the boxes. He doesn't want to give the boxes. And then they say, Trump is obstructioning. He's obstructing. 
No, it's a sad, uh, sad day for the country. You know, I said. Mm-hmm. He's right. It's a very sad day for the country. It's going to get worse yet. 17 <clears throat> audio tapes. I'm, I'm alerting Maggie Haberman, a.k.a. Maggot Haberman. She is a Pulitzer Prize for lying about Russia collusion. They won't give it back, by the way. The New York Times and the Washington Post staff. They won't give it back. Much like Walter Durante, who was a mouthpiece for Stalin. They won't give it back. They clutch to these things, you know. And uh, I don't know. How about uh, Jeremy Peters, Mr. Producer? You think Jeremy Peters will speak out? What's the other guy, Phil? Uh, what's his name? Oh, Phil the Bumpster. Bump off the old log there. Phil Bump, no, he'll find a way to twist this all around. How about Mediocreite? Which obviously is on the spot there, really. Watching very carefully what clips he could steal from what network in order to post them. How about George? By the way, George Soros' son, Alex, is going to be in charge now. And apparently he's more of a nut job than even his daddy. His daddy had five kids. The other four don't talk to him, I don't believe. So it's left to this guy. This guy was a pudgy, fat little bastard when he was a kid. Now he's skinny and works out. It's a radical kook. It's been reported he's been at this White House 17 times. I think that's even more than care, actually, or the Muslim Brotherhood. And they're going to use billions of dollars to destroy America because the ideology that the Soros billionaire family has is to destroy America in order to rebuild it. It's a Marxist ideology. There's nothing open about his so-called open society. If you get my drift. So Alex, uh, there's a new group that was, I want to make sure I get the name right. Hold on. Live radio, live and national. Give me a second. Mr. Bidusa, can you sing? No, you'll scare everybody away. Hold on a second here. Uh, hold on here. Jews Soros. What's the group called? Hold on. I'm looking it up. Hold on. Hold on, everybody. Uh, it's a group that's been started by, I think, Josh Hammer and another guy. Anyway, it's Jews who are speaking out against uh, Soros because, you know, you can't talk against Soros. He's Jewish. Now, you can attack me all you want, of course. You can attack Zelensky. You can even accuse him of being a Nazi. That's all right. You can go after Netanyahu. Last time I checked, he's Jewish. Okay, but Soros, who's not a Jew, he's a self-hating bastard, who's funded all these radical left-wing groups. I mean, he's Jewish by birth. But that's about it. And uh, his son, Alex, is going to be in charge now. Ooh, can't wait for that. Uh, let's see here. So I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I don't have time. We're short, but I have a caller here who's an intel, says don't need classified documents after office. Let me let me educate you a little bit. The statute doesn't say you don't need classified documents after you're in office. 
So we're following the statute, particularly if you're going to charge somebody under a different statute. That's number one. Number two, former presidents are right into intelligence issues all the time. Perhaps they don't need to be, but they are. Particularly if they want to be. So that takes place all the time, too. So that's a quick way to answer that. Then we have another one here. People taking documents, no common sense. Why not return them? First of all, it's not clear that he took them. They're boxed up and they wind up in Mar-a-Lago and so forth. Uh, <clears throat> and why? Hold on one second. <clears throat> Maybe they tell a story that he wants to talk about one day in a way that's not classified. Or maybe he just feels it belongs with him. Who cares? There's a process for that. There is a process for that. And if the government disagrees with a former president who has very, very broad authority in this regard, then there's a civil legal process that they can pursue. You don't get a warrant. You don't send out an FBI SWAT team, which is why that's never been done under the Espionage Act against any former president. Well, Trump was, I don't care. You don't do it. You don't have the right to do it. And now they're trying to put pressure on this judge. They're trying to smear her, including the Trump haters, including the formers, as I like to call them. It's actually uh, former U.S. attorney uh, Tobin who started calling them formers. I like it. Including the formers. Because they don't have a constitutional perspective of really any significant kind. So I just heard that starting next year, the Lexus company, meaning Toyota manufacturing, they're not going to make any more eight-cylinder vehicles, Mr. Producer. Because of the EPA regulations that nobody passed that they impose. And most of the vehicles that use the eight cylinders are their bigger vehicles, trucks and so forth, but also their, 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 their sports cars. And this is just the beginning to the end. It's just the beginning to the end, which is uh, shocking. All right, I'll take one here. I don't have a lot of time, though. Stefan, San Diego, XM Satellite. Go right ahead, Stefan. We don't have a lot of time. Thank you so very much. I'll cut to the chase. Uh, Nuggetory Esquire Bill Vars illusion that uh, POTUS 47 is toast. How about that leech that's occupying 1600 uh, Pennsylvania Avenue? That empty suit. Is that Dr. Jill or Joe? No, it's the real deal. He's burnt popcorn. The occupant that's... uh, Nothing worse than burnt popcorn except popcorn that's not all popped. I can tell you that right now. We salute all you heroes out there. Sorry, Stefan. I had a roll here, baby. We thank you all. God bless you all. By the way, we'll be here tomorrow. Please join us. We love having you. See you then.